Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. This is Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Robert provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're an independent registered investment advisory firm. And yes, we are a fiduciary. We embrace uncertainty. We think that to be successful in retirement, especially in these markets, investors must incorporate uncertainty planning when it comes to asset allocation and portfolio construction, which I think will have a great, great opportunity to increase your returns while reducing risk, but more importantly, certainly help you overcome the shortcomings of traditional portfolio methods. So with that being said, if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. Hopefully you find our educational bias to be a positive one. Everything we do is to help you understand the financial markets. And if we can help you answer any questions that you may have, we're certainly there to do it. If you're a listener that has listened a time or two, welcome back. As you know, we do podcast every episode at KUHNCP.com. KUHNCP.com. Go to the radio tab and you can listen to all of our shows. I'd love to see the podcast downloads going up and to the right. I think that means we're doing something right. So thank you. And if you want to have a conversation with myself this week about anything investment related, again, we believe in a data-driven process. We think that's the best approach to portfolio construction. Our job, my job, is to identify what your biggest risks are and make sure that we're actively managing and, if possible, hedging against those risks. That's what makes a good advisor. So give Paige a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Let's have a conversation this week. So, uh, well, I start every episode by saying a lot's going on in the market, <laughs> and that is no different this time. Um, obviously, you know, a lot of investors are concerned. We're having a lot of great conversations. I'm amazed how many people still just have a buy and hold strategy, a buy and hold philosophy, no matter what the markets do. And I'm here to tell you that's best for the advisor. It's not best long term for you. And an advisor, I understand why they do it, because I am an advisor. I own an advisory firm. We have financial advisors, and it's because it's easier to run the business. And it's very challenging to make changes on a minute's notice or a week's notice or a month's notice for 200, 500, 1,000 clients. And so that is why you constantly get this buy and hold approach because there isn't good enough software to be able to, because everybody's different, right? And not one strategy is appropriate for everybody. And there's no great software that I've come across 
that allows you to actively manage different risk levels. And that's why you get this buy and hold philosophy. And when you have a buy and hold philosophy, you're simply at the mercy of the market. You can't, I mean, that's it. You're not controlling anything. You're at the mercy of the markets. And let's look at where we're at today. The complete opposite from where we were from 09 to 2021. The complete opposite. When you have professional advisors getting frustrated on TV, on the range bound market that we're in, it's challenging. And here's what's even more challenging. It's probably not changing. The Fed is going higher. The Fed is staying longer, higher, longer. I mean, just look at inflation. It's not going anywhere. And when you get the 10 year up to four or five, six percent potentially, which is a risk-free investment, what does that do to equities, right? Why would you take a lot of equity risk in an uncertain market if you can get a short, well, 10 years isn't a short-term treasury, but I mean, heck, the two-year today is is paying, you know, five, five and a quarter. So we're in a period of time that the traditional approach to asset management, I believe it always puts you at a disadvantage, but it 100%, in my opinion, puts you at a significant disadvantage over the next year, two or three. You have to have growth, right? We have to have growth, but it has to be forward-looking growth. You have to look at growth where you buy names that are on sale, and then when they don't become on sale, you sell. Then you buy names that are on sale. You rinse, you repeat, you rinse, and you repeat. You have to have protection. Protection strategies are huge whether it's protected income or whether it's protected growth. Protected growth, we're still at 15%. And what that means is there are strategies that exist that can provide you the first 15% currently, at least for the next year, of the S&P 500. So you get from zero to 15, you get it. Anything above 15, you don't get. On the downside, your worst year is zero. Think about that. Your gains are locked in each year and you never have to play that catch-up game. Your principal's protected. I mean, it's, it's just a very strong strategy to recoup the losses that people lost in bonds. So we have to look at the world differently and the opportunistic growth. You know, we have a fund. The fund can go long. The fund can go short. The fund can hedge. The fund can be momentum-based. The fund can take short-term trades. It can take long-term trades. It's 100% unconstrained. It's a phenomenal strategy that provides maximum flexibility in a market that changes by the minute. So you either get on board or you're at the mercy of just going up a little, going down a little, going up a little, going down a little. And we're seeing people get very frustrated on TV live. So a lot going on. And, you know, the markets, obviously, inflation came in hot. And the markets acted accordingly. But our job on the radio show is to put you in the best position to succeed. Any advisor's job should be to identify your greatest risks and make sure that you're actively managing those risks or hedging those risks away to the greatest of your ability. So, you know, a lot of research out there. And when we look at those that are within five to 10 years from retirement, and those that are within retirement. I want, to, I want to spend some time going over the wild cards of retirement. I think we need to address the retirement worries 
uh, of clients and of what investors are feeling. I think, you know, many people may believe they're on the right track for a successful retirement, yet they don't know what their margin of safety is inside of their portfolio. You can't tell me that you're on the right track if you can then not tell me that I know what my margin of safety is inside of my portfolio. I mean, these are things that you don't need to think of from 2009 to 2021 when the market's up 13 to 16% a year. Inflation is non-existent. Stimulus is plenty. Interest rates are zero. I mean, it's the exact opposite today. I mean, you know that. So we need to know what the margin of safety is. And regardless of your wealth, again, as you know, as a firm, we have clients that have net worths of 40, 50, 60 million. And we have clients who have 100,000 to $200,000 of investable assets and that's it. Our job is to help everybody. And we're very passionate about that. So yes, regardless of your wealth, you may be worried about market volatility, rising inflation, generally and higher healthcare costs, especially healthcare costs. I mean, those are just some of the wild cards of retirement that we're facing. And when you look at the biggest risks based upon the studies that individuals are feeling, it's certainly market risk. Look at the market volatility. Retirees ranked market volatility as their top risk. And that was according to a survey uh, cited in Barron's. And this risk generally refers to the potential for southern, uh, sudden and large drops in the stock market, which can significantly decrease the value of your portfolio and threaten your financial security. I mean, that's what volatility is. It's here. It's present. It's real. And my question is, do, you know, how are you hedging against that volatility? How are you taking advantage of that volatility? Anybody can make you money from 09 to 21. No advisor is a superstar because the market did everything. But yet we're still seeing clients sit with advisors that meet with them twice a year, that have a buy and hold philosophy, that tell clients that they can't play defense, that it's time in the market, not timing the market. And you just have to sit and take it. Take it good or take it when it's bad. And I'd ask, well, who is that benefiting, you or me? It's great for you. You manage 100 million, 200 million, 300 million dollars. Everybody can do the math. Making 1% on that money. Life is good, right? For the advisor, it's good. And then they convince you why nobody else can play defense. That's garbage because the good advisors can play defense. Doesn't mean we're getting in at the bottom, out at the top. I mean, that's crazy. But it means you can play defense. It means you can actually hedge against market risks. It means you could have protection strategies in place. So I understand volatility. I think there's a lot of money to be made in volatility. I think bear markets can make you rich. You just don't know it during that time. But unfortunately, if you're doing the same old thing that benefits the advisor more than it benefits you, it's time to wake up. And it's time to learn that there's other ways to manage money. So my question to you, it's a real simple litmus test. If you have $100,000 and you're invested in mutual funds or ETFs, why? Why, why, why? 
Mutual funds are not customizable. They're not transparent. They're not cost effective. And they're certainly not tax efficient. So there's a better way. And we want to share that way with you. You look at our equity strategies. I mean, of the five that we use, two are in the top 1%. The other three are in the top 5% of all asset managers. And that goes back a long way. Individual stocks, you have your own cost basis. We know exactly what you own. There's maximum transparency, maximum customization. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, call Paige. Paige will set a time for us to talk this week, um, 630-492-1912. So market volatility uh, certainly is one. Uh, sequence of return risk, it's something we don't talk about a lot on the radio. I think it's hard to articulate it on the radio and for investors to get a picture of it, but it's actually very, very simple. Sequence of return risk, this is the risk that can impact retirees who need to withdraw money from their portfolios to fund their retirement, especially early in retirement. If a retiree experiences a significant market drawdown early in retirement while also needing to withdraw money from their portfolio, they truly run the risk of depleting their savings faster than if they had experienced the downturn later in retirement. That's what sequence of return risk is. Where are we at in the market today? I think the probability of flat to down or low growth is far greater than us going into another 2009 to 2021, where we see 13 to 16% rates of return. So sequence of return risk is real and you can sure against it. There are so many strategies that give guaranteed income and not only guaranteed income, but guaranteed income that has the opportunity to increase to keep up with inflation. And the more money you have, the more I see investors utilize those strategies because they recognize the value of guaranteed income that can increase. And hopefully you deplete that asset because you're still getting that income till the day you die, no matter what, even if the account goes to zero. And then what that allows you to do is I think it truly frees up the rest of your money for pure growth or opportunistic growth or alternatives. So we'll talk about alternatives a minute uh, when we get back. And then we'll go back into the retirement wildcard once we get back. But you're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. Thank you for listening. Please give Paige a call this week. We can have a conversation no matter what it is. If it's investment related, we can try to help you to the best of our ability. 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912. More after the break. Hoping is good. Knowing is better. You are unique and your investments and plans should reflect that. Investors today want to find outcomes, not investments that simply track the stock market up and down. Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by Prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. Schedule a complimentary call with Robert. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise. It's in our name. Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. Thank you for listening. Kuhn Capital Partners, we are an independent uh, independent registered investment advisory firm. We are fiduciary. We embrace uncertainty planning. 
We want to incorporate uncertainty planning in our asset allocation and portfolio construction. We believe that will help overcome the shortcomings of traditional portfolio methods. Hopefully you recognized in years like last year what those shortcomings are. I think our job is to identify what your biggest risks are and actively manage and hedge against those risks. Our goal is to pursue a better outcome for our clients. When the markets are down, we want to lose less. We believe you can be both a bull and a bear at the same time. And I think that is our greatest strength. Our job is to protect and then grow. I think beyond investing, a good financial advisory firm takes a holistic approach to investors' financial situation. I think we always lead with goals-based financial planning, and that's our job. So if you allow us to help you, we certainly will do that. If you'd like to reach out to Paige this week, you can give her a call at today. She'll she'll answer and schedule a time for us to talk, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, or visit the website kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. So the wild cards of retirement. We talked about the first wild card, which was certainly a concern Uh, And market volatility obviously is a big concern. Uh, It's not going anywhere. I think it's going to become more present. I think when you hear people on TV talk about the algorithms and what that means and what's going on, I think uh, algorithms are controlling the market. And I think they're taking advantages of of short-term dislocation and pricing. And I think those who are losing are those that don't have strategies that can take advantage of that. Those that only have buy and hold strategies, I think you're going to be at a significantly significant disadvantage going forward. So uh, concentration risk, uh, that's another risk that we see. So when we look at, you know, concentration risk, I think retirees who have a significant portion of their portfolio invested in uh, a very, you know, single asset class or, asset class or two. I think you're vulnerable to concentration risk. I think this risk is probably one of the greatest risks. It refers to the potential for a decline in value of a particular sector. And you could see significant decrease in value of your uh, overall portfolio. Um, When we look at concentration risk, a lot of people will immediately think I own one or two stocks and that's it. Uh, I'm here to tell you that I think probably 95% of investors listening today um, actually have significant concentration risk because you own two asset classes. Generally, you own stocks or and you own bonds. So you own equities and you own bonds. But you might say, well, you're wrong because I own small cap, mid cap, large cap, international, emerging markets. Well, okay, fine. It's still an equity. So it's still going to move in tandem with the broader markets. So you really own one asset class. Well, then if you have bonds, then you own two asset classes and that's it. That to me is concentration risk. That's why in years like last year, when the equities were down 20% and your fixed income was down 15 to 30%, you lost so much money. And that's a big concern. And it should be a big concern to you because proper asset allocation, proper diversification is owning strategies that can act in or you know 
deliver, whether good or bad, independent of the stock market. If you have more than $2 million of investable assets, 2.2 to be precise, we have some phenomenal alternative strategies for you. Strategies that act independent of the stock and bond market. 30, 40, 50% of endowments, pension funds, the high net worth allocate their strategies to private equity like strategies. Yet the two to $10 million client has very little. So if you have over two to, you know, $2.2 million, because that's what the SEC requires, then you have access to new strategies that are not just stocks and bonds. And you should give us a call because we'd like to introduce you to some of them because not only are they a great diversifier, they're a potentially significant revenue generator if the markets stay flat or down. So if you have $2.2 million and you want to learn about alternative type strategies, give us a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, and uh, we'll certainly share a couple of the strategies that we see that are adding significant value to, uh, to clients' portfolios. Inflation risk. I think that's front and center in everybody's mind. When you look at inflation risk, I think retirees who rely on fixed income investments such as bonds or CDs, they may be particularly vulnerable to inflation risk. As you know, inflation certainly erodes the purchasing power of money over time. I think that's pretty basic stuff, but it can reduce the value of retirees' portfolios and decrease their ability to maintain their standard of living. And that is a real problem today. Inflation, inflation. What is your goal to combat inflation? How have you adjusted your retirement income strategy, whether you're taking money today or you're taking money in the future? What have you done differently? Have you done anything differently? Or are you comfortable with, you know, seeing your purchasing power erode by half? Because that certainly is a possibility over the next three to five to seven years. And I think when you look what inflation has done, it's added a layer of complexity and concern that hasn't been there. Many investors who are in or near retirement just haven't seen a whole lot of inflation. I mean, it was deflation for the longest time. And I think when you look at clients, they're, um, you know, they're, they're really, really concerned by it. And, you know, I think when you look at retirement income planning, I think it has to be a priority for you to know exactly how you're going to get your cash flow in retirement. Is it going to be, how are we going to do it? What's the best way to get the most guaranteed income that can provide me with potential raises every year? Is it leveraging an insurance company? What I have found is the more money you have, the more value you see in setting aside some money that you cannot live. That's going to be there no matter what. And that has freed up other assets to really go after, you know, just kind of pure growth. So what have you done? What's your income maximization plan due to what has happened in inflation? Inflation keeps going up. I mean, now we're looking at who knows, right? I mean, when we talk about landings, it's like no landing, landing, maybe medium hard landing or a soft landing. I, I don't even know what that means anymore. All I know is that the Fed is telling us what they're going to do and they keep doing it. And then everybody on TV comes and says why the Fed is going to balk and they're going to make changes. Well, they haven't done it yet. So what have you done 
when we trade in such a thinly traded market range, what have you done to adjust to that? What has your advisor done to adjust to that? Are they doing anything to adjust to that? And unfortunately, most aren't. They're collecting their fee and that's it. And I think that's just not good enough today because if we're talking about the wild cards of retirement, which is market volatility, sequence of return risk, concentration risk, inflation risk, there are people that are worrying about those wild cards. We've seen surveys that have said 51% said they're extremely or very confident about enjoying a comfortable retirement, but anxiety lurks not far from this, not far below the surface. And the two chief causes of unease are inflation and rising healthcare costs. Think about that. Two of the top wild cards factors in retirement are inflation and healthcare costs. 70% of those surveyed in, in a recent study said that inflation and rising healthcare costs or in rising cost of living represent their biggest financial risk in retirement. I think the biggest financial risk, like we talked about last week, is longevity. I mean, what are you going to do if you are living 20 to 30 years in retirement and we see, you know, more significant downturns? So, you know, everybody should be concerned about retirement income and spending because it, there's a mismatch right now. And when you look at, um, you know, studies that indicate a mixed picture regarding income and spending, many are taking active steps to ensure adequate retirement income, but some people have a very distorted view about spending. And, you know, that's a big concern of mine is if we see the market that goes down, well, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, if the markets go down three or four or five years in a row, or you see a big 2008 again, which I don't think is likely, or what if we don't see any meaningful growth for three to five to seven to 10 years, if you're in a buy and hold strategy? What does that do to the longevity of your assets? If you're in retirement, what does that do? What does inflation do? If you're 10 to 15 years from retirement, you still need that money to grow. So if you have a hundred thousand or a million or five million or ten million, you know, you may need to see that money grow by thirty to fifty percent total over the next three to five to seven years. But what if we're in a period of, you know, slow growth and you know limited upside on the market? As you know, if you'd bought Microsoft in two thousand, it took you sixteen years to get back to even. So those are the things that we're having conversations with our clients with potential investors that are not certain that they have the right strategy in place. And if that is you, just give Paige a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. She'll set a time for us to talk this week, but we would certainly love to you know, answer any questions that you may have. <clears throat> I know it seems like we're talking a lot about inflation today, but those are real issues that everybody is facing currently. And it's, it's not something that's even up for discussion. You know, you, you, you just see inflation, you can't minimize inflation. Inflation can have such a negative impact on an investment portfolio that I just think it's my job to really share with you kind of the things that we have to guard against. And, and, and yes, with inflation, the number one issue that most people recognize is reduced purchasing power. Yes, inflation takes the rise in the price of goods and services, which in turn reduces your purchasing power of dollars, right? 
your dollar doesn't go as far. And that means over time, the same amount of money can buy fewer goods and services, which can truly hurt the value of your investment portfolio. I think most people understand that. Do you have a retirement income strategy or plan that can adjust for that, that can go up each year, that can potentially increase uh, in, um, you know, guaranteed payments each year? So those are the things that we have to you know sit and think about and talk about with investors, especially in this market. One um, impact, the negative impact of inflation, I don't think many people have a good grasp on is the lower real returns. Inflation can erode the real returns of investments. For example, it's, it's simple math, but for example, if an investment earns a 5% nominal return, but inflation is 3%, the real return is only 2 so look at the risk that you're taking to get that. So if inflation is higher than the nominal return, the return can become negative, which means that investors are actually losing purchasing power over time. So if you look at, a lot of people will say, well, I just want a two-year treasury, 5%. Okay, fine. But I mean, if inflation is five or six or seven, well, your real rate of return is negative. So we have to deal in reality and I don't see people adjusting their real rate of return for inflation or the return rather for inflation, which is, will give you the real rate of return. And then lastly, the impact on companies. I don't think that people fully understand how devastating inflation can be. Inflation can be on companies as well. I think inflation can also impact companies in which an investor holds certainly stock in, when prices rise, input costs can go up and revenues and profits can go down. This can lead to a slowdown in the economy until stability returns. And so, yes, I think it's going to be here for much longer and just look at what interest rates are doing. But my question to you is, what have you done? So we wanna make sure that you're giving yourselves your portfolio the best chance to succeed. We've talked about a lot of the risks today. We call them the retirement wild cards. And let's have a conversation with how we're hedging against those. To me, that's the job of an advisor. So when we get back, we'll, we'll go over more. Uh, 630-492-1912. Give Paige a call today, 630-492-1912. Uh, set a time to chat this week. More after the break. Are you considering buying an annuity? Or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market-like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert, 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise. It's in our name. Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. And yes, we are a fiduciary. Everything we do is try to provide better outcomes for our clients. We want to identify your greatest risks through financial planning and then make sure that we're hedging away those risks to the greatest of our ability. These markets are different. I think we talk about that every episode of every show, uh, but it continues to, um, you know, the markets continue to prove us right that a buy and hold strategy is going to be a challenge. 
principal protection currently you can get growth strategies uh, we call them protected growth uh, 15% is current uh, strategy actually as of today that means you get the first 15% of the S&P 500 nothing more so from 0 to 15 you get for that trade off of capping the growth at 15% your principal is protected 100% so a lot of people love that fact i love the fact that your gains if you have gains in a year they're locked in never to go back down so that's a very very big deal so we're not paying, playing that catch-up game. I think in a volatile market, those strategies are going to win. We're positioning them for IRAs. We're positioning them as bond alternatives. Uh, as you know, we have three buckets, protected growth, protected income. We have growth, and then we have opportunistic growth. Uh, so if you uh, are content with 15% and you can remove the possibility of losing money, that may make some sense to have that strategy as a core component, as a complement to an overall portfolio. If you'd like to learn more about that or anything that we talk about on the radio show, certainly call Paige. Paige is my great assistant. She will answer the call actually right now. So if you'd like to have a conversation this week, give her a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. And she'll set a time for us to, uh, to talk. So a lot going on. I'm starting to get annoyed when I, it seems to be like my go-to, a lot going on. Markets are crazy this week. I mean, they are what they are, right? But, um, you know, we're helping a lot of people and I find that it's just so rewarding. Uh, that's kind of the human side of this business. The people who have the courage to reach out to somebody that they don't know. You may listen to me every week on the radio and feel like, like you know me and that's fantastic. Uh, just have the courage to reach out and give us a call and let's start the process. Let's take a look at your portfolio. Let's run a risk analysis. Let's do uh, some income forecasting, some tax reduction, and let's see if you have a, a portfolio that could weather all markets. And that's my job. And we take that job very serious and, and we have great pleasure and great fun doing that because we're going to meet people that uh, we just normally wouldn't meet. And for that, I'm very thankful and for those of you who have called in and uh, didn't become a client, that's okay, too. And if you're still listening, I hope you're doing well. If you've called in and you are a client, welcome. Uh, we'd love to welcome new clients to our firm. And if you've been a longer-term client, I think you can vouch for a lot of what we're saying uh, because most financial advisory firms are all marketing and uh, they very little follow-through. I think we're kind of the opposite uh, less marketing, more education. And um, ultimately, when we educate, we allow you to make a good informed decision. And in this market, it's needed. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, because we're worried. You know, you, you have inflation and, and it's like, are we going from inflation fears to recession risks? I think when you look at global fixed income, and again, uh, a provider of yield, income and diversification in strategic asset allocations is very important. But kind of the old analogy in, on Wall Street is the bond money and the bonds, you know, analysts are the smart money and the equity money is the dumb money. Uh, they're all saying something different. And that to me is a concern because somebody has to be right. And I think when you, you're in the wake of a significant global tightening in monetary policy, the market narrative is shifting. 
It's shifting from inflation fears to recession risks. We're seeing it. I mean, it's, you know, January was what January was. It was phenomenal. Um, but look at what happened in February, right? And so it was, in, I mean, inflation is coming down. Inflation is coming down. Inflation is coming down. Well, now it's going up. Well, now it's going up. Well, now it's going up. It's much more sticky and it may take significantly more interest rate hikes to tame inflation. And that's a recipe for a challenging market. And it could be 12 months. It could be 18 months. It could be 24 months. It could be 36 months. But I think the market narrative is shifting. It's shifting from inflation fares to recession risk. And although inflation certainly risk lingers, inflation has certainly peaked in most markets and it's trending lower, but it's trending lower at such a slow pace. And there's certain pockets that the Fed follows that are actually going the opposite way. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's just a challenge. And when you have those, you know, diverse set of macroeconomic challenges facing large economies, it's just going to be a challenge. I think growth is slowing. And when you look at the inflation, you know, picture, it certainly points to slower growth rates as central banks are starting to acknowledge the lagged impact of monetary policy. And I think when you look at the rise in rates, it's been so sharp and been so rapid that it's no surprising leading rather indicators towards an upcoming economic contraction are very high. And so those are the things that we have to think about. And those are the things that as advisors, we have to look at, um, what have we done on a planning basis for contingency planning? That if inflation stays higher, what are we going to do? If growth slows and the markets go back down, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? How are we going to adjust portfolios? How are we going to adjust income portfolios? How are we going to adjust um, you know, opportunistic growth portfolios? There's just so much that we have to do that this year... Um, yeah, I think the focus will be on the likelihood of a recession. And if it occurs, how deep it'll be. Those are our concerns. And the Wall Street says, well, if you're a long-term investor, don't worry about it. Well, what does that mean? What is a long-term investor? I mean, everybody's a long-term investor. You should be, but that doesn't mean that you have to have maximum equity exposure. That's the difference between Wall Street and Main Street. Wall Street they're going to hedge. They're going to protect. They're going to bet against the market. And if the market does go down, they're going to be profitable. But yet individuals, you meet with an advisor, you have a group of stocks or mutual funds or ETFs that did well looking backwards. So the advisor can show you on a piece of paper how great he is. And then nothing changes. Then you're at the mercy of the market. And that's what I call the traditional advisor and we don't want to be that we want to take business from the traditional advisor because you deserve more. You've worked too hard. You get one chance at retirement and just to have a very basic cookie cutter approach shouldn't be good enough for you. One of the greatest quotes that I heard um, and just recently had a conversation over this 
was on positioning sizes in a portfolio. How much of something do I own? And there's a famous hedge fund manager that uh, I thought looked at it in a very unique and, and, and very simplistic yet very powerful way that most people think the largest allocation that you have should be the, the investment that you think is going to go up the most, right? Well, think about it this way. What if I allocate the largest bucket of my money to the ones that I'm most confident won't lose the most? I think that's what position size and, you know, size in should be. And, and it's, you know, something that the individual investor, the individual retail financial advisor, these are the things that they're just not doing. They're farming out the money management to people that don't know you that are just looking at a hundred billion dollars worth of, you know, a portfolio that, you know, they have half the people that are super happy because they've made so much money, half the people that are mad because they've lost money, but yet they're still collecting their fee, right? So when we think about position sizes, we truly need to think about positioning our largest assets, our largest allocations to strategies that we think will, we will lose the least in. To me, that's, you know, it, it's, it's very, very smart and something that we certainly need to do. So uh, with that being said, uh, we're going to talk about what more to expect um, going into the second quarter. And I certainly would love to have a conversation with you if you're uh, so inclined. Um, the Chicago market is a big market. Um, there's plenty of people that need help. We only want to help those that want help. That's something we're very passionate about. And uh, we're not here to try to talk you into needing help. But if you're not 100% certain that you could handle a down three to five to seven years or a low growth three to five to seven years, then I think you owe it to yourself to have a conversation. And we certainly would love to have that conversation with you. So call Paige, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. She'll set a time for us to chat next week. More after the break. Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise. It's in our name. Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. Thank you for joining us this week. I am the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. I'm also a registered investment advisory firm, and we are a fiduciary. Everything we do is to try to provide for better outcomes for our clients and for those listening that uh, want better outcomes. Uh, we certainly would welcome the opportunity to share exactly what it is that we do, why it is unique, why we take a forward-looking process to managing money, why the strategies that we bring on the equity space, all four or five uh, rather, are ranked in the top 5%, with two ranking in the top 1% of all money managers and the other two in the top three. Uh, certainly love to share um, kind of what, you know, and how those rankings are made. Um, but if you do want to have a conversation, we'd love to talk, uh, give Paige a call today. We can talk this week and share with you what we're doing and more importantly, share or learn rather what you're doing and, um, see if we can help add value. 
That at the end of the day is all we want to do. Two things. We want to add value if we can, and we want to help those that want help. So I know there's plenty of people out there that need it, and uh, we're here to, uh, to answer that call if so called on. So give Paige a call, 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912, and we can have a conversation this week. So taxes. If you've listened to the show for any length of time, I think you understand that the most overlooked area of financial planning for those clients that have over a million dollars, generally between the million and $10 million range is tax planning. And we're here to change that. Uh, We're very proud that some of our strategies can provide significant, significant tax reduction, meaning like you could save you know, 80 to 85% of your investment, you can uh, reduce, uh, take that off of your uh, taxable income. You'll get a K-1 that shows a loss for 85% of your uh, investment or 80% or 70%. It's meaningful. And a loss, just for accounting purposes, has nothing to do with the underlying value of the asset. If I mean, we've had clients that sold buildings. We have clients that sold businesses. We have clients that inherited a bunch of money that had concentrated stock positions that wanted to convert significant uh, IRA money to Roth IRA money. And the one common theme was taxes. Well, great. What We're going to take it one step further than your traditional financial advisor. We're going to bring you strategies that can help you drastically reduce those taxes, drastically reduce your taxable income. And yet still pay you, you know, five to seven to 10% distributions. I mean, those strategies exist and it's our job being independent, being a fiduciary that we have access to those strategies. Some are good, some are bad. They may not be for everybody, but you know, we don't talk enough about taxes and I want people to start taking control of your taxes, especially in retirement, because it's not about how much you earn. It's certainly about how much you keep. And how much you keep means how much you can spend. And what we look at spendable income, that's what's left after taxes are taken. And different investments produce different levels of spendable income. And I don't meet with too many people that think tax rates are going down. I think taxes certainly are going up. And tax changes will affect your retirement, whether it's a law or your situation that changes. You may need to have flexibility to adapt. And I think when you look at tax planning, it's just not done to a level that I feel comfortable with uh, that saying the industry has mastered tax planning for the masses, you know, the hundred thousand to $10 million investor. I see it. It's just not there. And if you work with a big bank or a big brokerage firm, it's really not there. At least being independent and you have access to strategies that don't need to pay to play to be on the shelf of a big firm or a big bank. So we have access to strategies that you're not going to see at the big banks or big brokers firms. That could be good and it could be bad. I mean, our job is to always, always figure out when I look at an alternative is how do we lose money? How I like to sleep at night (laughs) and I have to make sure that we have an an alternative right now. If you have more than $2.2 million net worth, We have a phenomenal alternative private equity-like strategy that could produce significant returns that doesn't come without risk, 
but we look, how is the investment de-risked? And this in particular investment could be de-risked by land. And so you almost have to, I don't even think it can be screwed up enough to lose money, but it's, I mean, there's risks and I don't want you know that to be taken the wrong way, but I mean, there are strategies that exist today in the alternative space that can allow you to take great control of your taxes. So I think we have to diversify our tax portfolios. And, and what is tax diversification? It's really simple. Different types of investments and retirement incomes are taxed at different rates. Some are taxed as ordinary income. Some are taxed as long-term capital gains or qualified dividends. Others deliver income that is tax-free structuring your portfolio so it can generate different types of income is known as tax diversification. I think when you look at the closed-end fund space, if you have meaningful assets, again, generally, you know, seven figures or more, how much of your money is tax-free? How much of your investments are in tax-free strategies? We have a gift right now. We have a gift in the closed-end municipal bond space, a significant gift where we can get six, seven, eight, nine percent tax-free along with potential meaningful appreciation on the upside if and when they stop raising rates or they slow the, the, the rate of increases. There's tremendous opportunity in the tax-free space and you don't need to have a million dollars. You could have 500,000. I mean, heck, you could have 100,000. So we have to look at diversifying our taxable strategies or certainly when it comes to our portfolio. And, and it's, it's simple math. Why diversify? A tax diversified portfolio generally allows you to change your sources of income on the basis of changes in tax law and changes in tax situation. I think it gives you the flexibility to adapt to changing tax situations because that is always changing. Whoever's in office, it's going to change. If you have mutual funds, do you know on average you know, studies, not my study, but, you know, we believe very reliable studies that you could be losing 2% a year to taxes. So if that's the case, we really need to understand why that is. So think about that. If you have over $100,000 or half million dollars or a million dollars or $2 million or $10 million and it's in a taxable account, meaning it's not in an IRA or a 401k or a Roth IRA or some sort of a qualified account, and you own mutual funds, do you realize that you're probably losing one and a half to two and a half percent a year in performance just because of taxes? So if that is you, we have to have a conversation. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, because we we're fighting for every dollar of return here. And when we can look at, you know, things that uh, are very easily fixed, then we just have to make sure that, you know, we're doing our job because if we're in a low growth environment, we have to make sure that if we can minimize your tax bill, a lot of people lost money last year in mutual funds and they may get a 1099 this year, meaning they made money. So how does that feel? You lose money, but yet you still have to pay taxes if you made money. I mean, I know that's counterintuitive and people don't understand that, but it's very simple. You don't own the stocks. You own a piece of the fund. The fund owns the stocks. If there's a lot of selling, there's gains that have to be distributed. So, you know, these are the things that we have to completely remove off the table. 
We want customization, transparency, tax efficiency, those three things. And that's what we're going to do. So if you have $100,000 or more in mutual funds, let's have a conversation. And, you know, we talk a lot about averages. And I know the show's coming up, you know, we're coming against the close of the show this week, but we talk about averages. Averages and average performance, it doesn't tell the whole story. And when you look at historical market patterns, I mean, certainly it's a useful roadmap, but the future can also lead to mistaken assumptions. And I think that people tend to look to past to make sense of the present and then the future. And looking at historical patterns can certainly indeed provide a useful ro- uh, roadmap, but I'm tired of the, you know, the, the mistaken assumptions that it's leaving. When you look at bear markets, it's certainly a widely overused term, and I believe dangerous, but you know, historical drawdowns and their implied assumptions about future market returns, they are, they're frequent. And if you just look at a year going back, heck, go back 10 years and, and, and just chart the highest high to the lowest low in the year, and you could see 15 to 30% difference. I mean, how are you capturing and taking advantage of that? You know, to me, that's something that we have to look at because the problem with averages, averages tell us the central or typical value of a data series, but provide no window into variation. And we talk an awful lot about that when we're looking at Monte Carlo analysis and probability analysis. Well, there are outliers and outliers happen, but most people don't take into consideration that outliers may happen. But a real basic example on averages, you know, take two cities that may share an average temperature, annual temperature of 70 degrees. But if one is in a temperament uh, or a, a a climate where the temperature is quite steady and the other experiences significant seasonality, the average doesn't really tell you that much. So more data is needed to decide when and which city to use. And it's kind of like returns. I hear a lot of people say, well, I have one advisor or two advisors and whoever gets the best return gets the money. Well, that's crazy because you can't just look at raw returns because how much risk are you taking to get that return? So those are just some of my thoughts this week. And, you know, I think, um, you know, the markets are challenging, but I still want to get back to the basics. Three buckets, protection bucket, whether it's income or whether it's growth, psychologically, mentally, I don't know what that's worth to people. I have to imagine if you're near or in retirement, it's worth a lot. That if you have a bucket of money, you know, you can't lose on and you can get currently the first 15% of the S&P, your gains are locked in each year. Well, that might be a bucket or a strategy you might want to consider. When it comes to growth, we have to look at forward-looking growth. We have to look at growth that is flexible, nimble, and doesn't have to have a trending market just to go up. And then lastly, opportunistic growth. That to me is the, the, the key to success over the next one to three to five years. If we have low growth or no growth or slow growth, that opportunistic bucket needs to carry the day. And what that opportunistic bucket can do, it can go, at least our opportunistic bucket, our fund can go short the market, can go log the market, can hedge the market. It can, I mean, it, it maximum flexibility and our interests are aligned. So, you know, if we have those three buckets covered 
and everybody's going to have a different percentage of each bucket. But that is ultimately how I think people are going to sleep at night. People are not going to worry. And it's my belief that if you have the protection covered, it frees you up for growth. It frees you up for opportunistic growth. And that's what our job is. Our job is to grow your money. Our job is not to just grow your money in good times. Our job is to still grow your money even when the markets are tough. So a lot to get to next week. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, if you want to have a conversation with us this week, we would love to do it. 630-492-1912. Just give Paige a call. 630-492-1912. We'll set a time up for us to talk this week. Everybody have a profitable week and we'll be back with you next Saturday. Thank you for listening to Destination Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners. Call 630-492-1912 or visit them online at kuhncp.com. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. Kuhn Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Kuhn Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.